watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or any other venue, unless you type in your chat box. So we'd love to give you a shout out. We'd love to welcome you. We'd love to chat with you. And we would love to know where you're tuning in from. So why don't you type in the chat box? Let us know what you're up to. Let us know where you're tuning in from this evening. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. I realized that I'm using a different uh, delivery system for our theme tonight. And so it was just caught me a little bit off guard. But you know what? It's all good. It's going to be a great time tonight. Well, I, it, I will say that our volume does sound pretty low, con- considering. Is it your headphone level? I don't know. I Let's don't see. know. It was, the, no, the music was loud, but my, my vocal was not. Yeah. So. No, they're where they usually are. I, I don't usually play the song off of the deck on the computer. It usually plays off of an SD card. But it's Thursday, and everything, technologically speaking, that could go wrong has gone wrong. So <laughs> instead of it, my card wouldn't load, the computer crashed. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. But we're here, and you're here, and we're so glad. And we're not even going to worry about that stuff, right? No, but I sure want to thank Master Pastor Yoda for a great intro again tonight. He he is our Thursday Night Live voiceover guy, and I am so tickled. Every time I hear that, it makes me smile. And the Hills are tuned in, and they're on their way home from Sam's Club, headed over to Dixie Highway side of town, PRP in Louisville, Kentucky. We love Ben and Heather, Noah, and Cup. The funny thing about that is that Ben did those tonight on the fly, and he said they were at Culver's when he did it. <laughs> and uh, the the uh, the uh, files kept showing up and saying like Krispy Kreme and uh, <laughs> something crazy tacos or something. And I was just like, man, are you like on the run? And you're hitting all these places and and doing all this, but it was it was so fun. So That's thank so, you, so Ben. Cool. Well, yeah. and great big good evening to Andrew and Mary Kay just down the street here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. She's having a decap excuse me, decaf Lipton tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. Sounds delicious. And yes. Gay. Tammy York in the house and um, she needs prayers. She's having issues with her right leg and she's watching from Albany, Kentucky. Well, welcome, Tammy. Let's just go on and pray right now. Lord, I pray that you would just heal and completely touch holy Tammy's leg. Father, I pray that you would restore it. I pray that you would restore all parts of her body and that pain, disease, and affliction would bow to the name of Jesus Christ. So we declare Jesus over Tammy's body, and we pray this in your name, Christ. Amen. 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 Yeah, you know, the Thursday is kind of like a, a run for the finish line for a lot of people. It seems like you get to Thursday, Friday's on the way, the weekend's the weekend. here. That's and it, right. We just started a new month. I mean, 
it's just been it's been crazy yeah you know yeah there's a lot going on isn't there yeah the weather has been uh up and down uh warm what well, did we hit today 75 or something i don't know or? that we got that warm today yesterday but was but yes yeah, actually the high yesterday we we hit was 82 yeah that's crazy um, just but March. i will say you know part of the country has been in some crazy blizzard yeah. um the other part of the country has been suffering from tornadoes. crazy storms and tornadoes oh yeah and then just flooding and all kinds of upside down weather and i think there's more in store before we're done. <laughs> I think so. It's been, it's been crazy. So let us know how your week has been going. Post it in the sidebar there, your chat, and just let us know what's going on in your world. Maybe you got something you're looking forward to for this weekend that you're going to do. Big doings in the old town tonight and uh, this weekend, and you can let us know uh, about those plans. We'll just we'll chat about stuff, right? So our you evening know, chat. As the evening, excuse me, I'm really stumbling over my words. This seems to be a theme on Thursday night. As <laughs> I get tired, um, my lips and my tongue get just a little bit heavier. Um, I, I was noticing as the weather is warming up, there's a lot of calendar events that are beginning to fill in and you could just see all of the activity as spring approaches and everyone's yeah. kind of shaking off the winter blues and the winter doldrums. They're ready for spring, which means a lot of activity. Yeah. And it's this time of year, like you said, the calendar starts to get all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're moving into March and next thing you know, we've got uh, Resurrection Sunday, Easter for the rest of the world uh, and Good Friday right before that Mm -hmm. and then we think about um, you know we got birthdays coming up with the kids Mm -hmm. and and oh speaking of in March here this like this next week we've got somebody who's going to have a birthday that we're going to celebrate here on the birthday uh, birthday club on uh, the Good Morning Show so we'll be doing that if you haven't signed up for the birthday club by the way we want to celebrate you on your special day so just go to thegoodmorningshow.tv click on the birthday club link put in your email and your name and when your birthday is and we will try to celebrate you as close to our on your special day. That's right. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. Good night to Thursday. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I like that. And good evening to you as you've joined Thursday Night Live here with the Good Morning Show in the Evening with Terry and Melissa Wright. Also, I want to give a little shout out to all of our podcast listeners. We can't see you and you can't see us, but we sure love and appreciate you. You could really be listening to all kinds of stuff out there. Oh, yeah. But you've chosen to spend your time listening to us, and we are blessed by that. So we thank you so much, and we bless you in return. Megan in the house. Good evening, Megan. Good evening, Megan from Kansas City. I don't know if she's on the Kansas side or the Missouri side. I'm going to guess Kansas. But welcome, Megan. We bless you, and we're so glad that you've joined us this evening. You know, another shout out that I like to give occasionally, even though I'm not sure that they listen to the Thursday Night Live episode, but who knows what podcast they pull up while they're sorting the mail, is our Shelbyville Postal Workers here in the 40065. How much we love and appreciate you for sorting and delivering our mail so well. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. She's on the Kansas, Kansas side, side of mm-hmm. Kansas City. Yep. Jeff is driving to Pennsylvania tonight to be with his brother Greg and his brother Brad is coming there also to help Please pray for them. Lord, you know this situation, and we're all coming into agreement right now in the name of Jesus that you would be glorified in these brothers, Lord, that you would be glorified in these lives, that victory would come, clarity and wisdom and revelation from heaven would prevail. I pray that your spirit brings peace and reconciliation and comfort in every area of these three men. I pray this believing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that was that was cool. I don't know what just flashed across the screen. I don't know. You guys probably didn't see it. No, they didn't. That's good. That's really <laughs> no. good. <laughs> no, I'm just getting your little clock here. So 
So uh, hopefully the music's okay. Not going to put anybody to sleep it prematurely. Might. It might be. You could probably be playing ruckus music, and I would still feel pretty tired. <laughs> so it's okay. Ruckus music. All right. Well, hey, in case you missed uh, episode number 82, we had, um, that was on Monday, Monday Morning Motivation. And it was five things you should do every day. We talked about some of the things. Obviously, there's things you should do, like, you know, I don't know, shower, brush your teeth, make brush your bed, your do those things. Big deal. But but these were other issues, other epi- other things that you should do. And uh, so you might want to go check that out. The word from your day came from Matthew 22. The Wheel of History. We got to spin that finally, 1980s edition. Uh, we talked about the debut of Rubik's Cube and the post-it notes. We found out who shot JR. And I know the suspense was just killing you waiting because you knew the answer. Of I mean, course. who doesn't? But it was it's, it was really cool to well, see Well, just talking about Dallas was good, I think. Yeah. So. We talked about the 1980 World Series as well yep. that had the Phillies and the Royals in it. Our kids uh, were in town with uh, with Asher so that we could go to uh, Jed's uh, dedication That's this right. last weekend. And so lots of stuff. Oh, we got our Bones coffee order. That's which, right. by the way, Bones coffee uh, was Bananas Foster on that day. But we have tried almost, have we tried almost all of the different flavors that are in our sample pack that we We've got? We've tried them all. Yes. So we'll be giving reviews on those on our morning shows so that you can find out more about that. If you want to check out a- episode 82 and all of our previous episodes, you go to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Click on the blog link. You can find show note links, uh, all the different kinds of things there, or just go to the videos page and watch to your heart's content. You know, another thing you could do while you go to thegoodmorningshow.tv is link over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us a follow and a notifi- hit the bell for notifications. So every time we go live, you will not miss it. Also, we really appreciate you helping us do that um, because it's kind of cool that um, we're getting to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. Right. And that's our point. We're not even keeping it hidden. Like that's what motivates us. Yeah. But this week we did another short and um, this one was unboxing our Bones coffee order. And that was kind of fun to do. Yeah. Um, And we have tried them all. Um, So you guys often ask me um, coffee flavors that I would recommend. And some of you are, are asking coffee flavors I would not recommend. And there's only two that I really wouldn't recommend. And we've tried a lot of coffee yeah, flavors. I did find one this week that I drank the cup, but I didn't enjoy it that much. And you really liked it. Yeah. The orange one you're talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. The orange chocolate orange. Chocolate orange. Yeah. 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 Isn't that interesting? It was good. So, well, you know, I always like those those uh, the chocolate oranges that you get. They're they're chocolate, but they're shaped like an orange, wrapped like an orange, and you break them open and they're pieces. Now, IKEA has some chocolate orange candy. Also, it's um, are you what is? I'm, I keep going. I'm just trying um, to get the white off of it. And what's here. happening when we go to IKEA is I can't remember the name of the candy because it's not in English. Right. It's but uh, it was really really good. And so what I found is I don't mind the orange chocolate in the candy. But I do not enjoy the orange flavor in my coffee for some reason. That reason that doesn't jive well with me. Although I thought the bananas Foster was not going to, and it turned out to be yeah, totally delicious. It really was good. It so, really was. Yeah. Anyways, hey, I see our numbers ticking up, and you know what? If you've joined us, I can't tell unless you type in your chat box, and then we know who you are. We'd like love Anne to Michelle know- Mickey. That's right. Good evening, Anne from Topeka, Kansas. We bless you. Thanks for joining us, and we would love to hear where you're tuning. 
tuning in from so that we can talk about all kinds of things. Um, so why don't you just let us know where you're tuning in from and let us know what's going on with your evening, what you have planned for the weekend. We'd love to know. I want to know about this. Uh, what, what about orange about? cake and chocolate frosting? See, I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> Um, and good evening, Missy Miss, Missy Jersey in the house, which means John cannot be far away. <laughs> and that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, we welcome, love you guys. guys. Also from um, here in Shelbyville. Yeah. Just about five minutes down the street here. Yay. Awesome. I meant to ask her today. I meant to text her today and ask her um, how her little um, grass digging and yard yard work went yeah she says they're tuning in from the couch all right (laughs) yeah they had a little bit of a a water main break in the yard there um so that's that's disturbing it's not that'll change your day that's not something that really brings joy to your life is it megan says i have off friday and saturday and sunday from work she gets a three day weekend weekend. that's awesome three day weekend yeah that's cool we do not have that we're not having a day off for a while with good reason We're all going to gather tomorrow and we're going to pray and we're going to worship and we're just going to spend time in the presence. Missy says their water main break is all fixed. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's so good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. You know? So first Friday worship, uh, Friday, first Friday, Friday night. First Friday worship is tomorrow night mm-hmm. and first Friday is going to be extra special this month as we welcome the district and pretty much anybody from the state of Kentucky and anybody else that wants to come. We know we have people that are driving in and we're just going to spend um, as much time encountering the Lord as he wants and we want and we can. And so we're looking forward to that. No agenda. Really. Yeah. yeah. Just prayer and worship and just um, letting the Lord come and move and do what he does. That's we're awesome. We're looking forward to that. That's awesome. Looking ahead to our next show. It's uh, on Saturday. We have an announcement. We made it the other day. We're actually not going to be starting at 930 no. We're starting at 10.30. That's right. On we're, Saturday morning. That's right. We're trying to streamline the different times and try to get everything with a bit of continuity. And so I think we've settled on 10.30 Eastern time, 9.30 in the Central time zone and on down um, on our Saturday and Monday show. Yeah. I think it'll keep it a lot, a lot simpler. Plus, we found out that a lot of you weren't tuning in until like the last five minutes of the 9.30 to I 10 think, to 30 hour. And and so I think that just seemed like it was a good time for I everybody to, to get on. get to sleep in on yeah. Saturdays. So that's a good that's thing. That's, that's a true. good thing. That'll help. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dead air. I don't think that's good. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. We, if at least radio, we got some music going. Well, you know, if Dead it's air radio. Dead air is when the, like, the song has ended and the DJ is nowhere to be found. That's right. You know, I had a few of those moments growing up when I was on the, working on the radio. It's like, you know, I was, we had a cart. They were like eight tracks. Um, we had, didn't have a CD player yet, although I was there at the station when we got our first CD player, and they only had like 10 CDs at the time, and I think it was like Whitney Houston, and it was 1986, and so uh, it was really funny that you know we really hadn't, hadn't moved into all that, and sometimes those cartridges would be finicky. You'd put it in to start a song, and it wouldn't start, and you're ah. like, okay, so um, yeah. I guess I'll start talking now. <laughs> you know, you learn real quick how to move on your feet there. That's right, no doubt, and um, for those of you by the way, we talked briefly about the weather because that's something you can always talk about when it's like dead air, right? You just jump in with the weather report. <laughs> Is that what you did? We have a very favorite YouTube weather guy that we love to follow, and he has been live so much this week with all the crazy.
crazy weather around the country. And he's not local. He's a nationwide meteorologist that you can watch on YouTube. Did you know you can get up to the minute, up to the second weather on YouTube? It's true. I encourage you to go follow Ryan Hall, y'all. That's the name of his channel. His name is Ryan Hall. He is from Eastern Kentucky, although he gives the weather report for everywhere. Ryan Hall, y'all. I'm really encouraging you to go give him a subscribe and um, like his his material. Also hit the bell for notification so that when urgent weather is happening, and it looks like they're live right now mm-hmm. because there is, um, you can see the, the radar right there. There's some risk happening out there right now. I see the comments are on mm-hmm. live screen too. That's right. That's crazy. That's right. So you guys can check out um, Ryan, Ryan Hall, Hall y'all. y'all for your up-to-date weather. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's got storm chasers on the ground, it says. He's also got terrific meteorological data, and he's a really good educator. So he'll teach you about different weather um, anomalies, and he'll talk to you about it. He doesn't just, like, say it, um, but he actually wants yeah. you to understand it. That's cool. His motto is, yeah, yeah don't be in, don't be a fear, be, I don't know, don't be scared, be prepared, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be scared, be, yeah. be prepared. Yeah. So he is good. Thanks, yep. Tammy, for tuning in to Ryan. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. We don't like have <laughs> we never cross paths. No, you know? I just but, appreciate. Uh, I just appreciate the job that he does. But, I think. But he Ryan, does a good if job. you do hear about this, you want to be on the show. You let us know, buddy. <laughs> we'll have you on in a heartbeat. Okay. Dude has like a hundred million thousand followers. I don't think he gives <laughs> a rip. But uh, he is. He is does a really good job with the weather. Well, that's good. That's good. All right. So what do we say? We tune in uh, to five tips for avoiding distractions, real quick. That's a great idea. Think we could do that? Yeah. Uh, and I, I like how Ben had the thing. See, I sent him a thing about distractions, and he added the squirrel part. And I thought, well, that's funny, you know. You guys are that's, both that's so talented. <laughs> so five tips for avoiding distractions. The first one is an obvious one. It's about our smartphones. Ah. And if they were so smart, they'd know how to. No, it's not that kind of smart. Uh, the smartphones and our smart watches now. We've got watch. I mean, yep. how many times are you in the middle of something and your watch goes off and you, yeah. you stop to look at it to see, oh, is it a message that I need to reply to? To or oh it's just a weather uh, thing they're wanting me to watch videos again on the weather mm-hmm. channel That's or right. whatever it is uh you know we have a thing called do not disturb mode right which you've been told about yep. share about that real quick well i tuned my do not bleh, i turned my do not disturb mode on at about 9 p.m every night and then no notifications actually get through unless there are phone calls actual people dialing your phone to talk to you on the phone as a phone call and usually they come out of your favorite list your like contacts, your, yeah, favorite, your contacts. favorite contacts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have like your husband or your wife or your children or whatever, and there's an emergency, they can actually ring in. Otherwise, no notifications like texts or emails or any social media notifications disturb you from the hours that you set it. I set mine from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. Um, and that's because our ministry is worldwide. And so we have people from every imaginable time zone that often try to to call in to the ministry or to get some help or whatever. And if I don't turn that on, those bells and notifications like they they bother and disrupt my sleep. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm having a hard time sleeping these days. I used to have this trouble and actually it was Ben. It was Ben Hill um who who I feel like was speaking the word of the Lord to help me with put some borders and parameters in my life. I will tell you I am struggling again to sleep a little bit. Um and so I haven't been sleeping well at night. This is one thing that can really help 
um, when you are, are struggling with yeah. distraction from your phone. Yeah. And you, you know, if you've got, like you said, you've got them in your contacts list. So uh, if you're making a late night donut delivery, you better put that one on your list so they can get right. I'm just saying. I have never done that. You also, uh, I know I've thought about it a few times for myself though. Number two <laughs> on this, well, not number two, it's a, a second one here and talking about our phones is the also silent mode. Mm. Like, you know, you're sitting there and if you have a, ch- a chime or some kind of a notification sound for your text messages, if you switch off your phone to into silent mode, sometimes that will help. It, you can disable your alerts. But the thing that I think I have to do the most, even after I have turned that thing down and, and all the other stuff is I have to flip my phone face down on the desk because it'll be sitting off over in the corner over there and it'll go off and it'll light up and then all of a sudden I'm looking to see what it was and then I have to go look and you know and it's one of those things now there are times when you got to be reached and it's important uh, but uh, when you're really in the middle of that job that just needs to get done and you just can't focus because of everything else coming in sometimes you got to go the extra mile you know that was Ben Ben I, I said to Ben you know there's some really important things that can happen and you know everything can be kind of important or urgent and he's like but really what is an emergency I mean, really, if we think about it, things aren't really as urgent as we think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand. What do we do before it? You know? Right. Second thing uh, for avoiding distractions involves those pesky little things called emails. Mm. Man. The, the best thing they say that you can do first and foremost is to designate a time to check it. Because if you don't do that, you'll be checking it every 10, 15 minutes, whenever, whatever, unless you're looking for something important. Again, you have to prioritize whether or not it's important that you're doing this. But if it's really taking you down a rabbit hole, you need to say, okay, I'm going to check my email uh, from 8 a.m. until not, you know 8.30 or whatever. Uh, check it throughout the day at different designated times. They say designate a time to check it, and that will help with that. The second thing is is what we just mentioned, prioritizing it. You prioritize, uh, is it important? Should I save it for later? Uh, do I respond to it right now? Is it urgent? You know, that kind of a thing. And if it's not, put it on an action list. Write it down. Say, okay, need to email so-and-so, reply, you know, whatever. Um, you can do that. You can set it on a reminder. You can um, also use a flag system. You know, mm-hmm. most email accounts have a way to flag. And if you're a Gmail account user, you actually have different colored flags yeah. that you can attach to each email so that you can remember to go back and respond or deal with that email request at an appropriate time. So if you see something and it doesn't mean that you have to answer it right away, you can flag it. And that way you guys you can go back to it when it's an appropriate time. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Saying hello to Becca Edwards uh, real quick over on the chat bar. No, hi, and Becca. Also, good evening. Yes, and also to Kara. Hi, Kara. Kara from Glasgow. Becca from Somerville. Somersville. Somersville, Kentucky. Yeah. And we love you guys. Welcome. We third, bless you. Third thing on the five tips for avoiding distractions is that old social media. That Talk about a rabbit hole. That can really, <laughs> that'll throw you, you'll be uh, next week before you realize that, uh, oh, what was I doing already? Well, I mean, it's good for communication, yeah. right? You can, you can send instant messages and things like that. Uh, you can put groups of family members together so you all can keep on top of things. It's also good for entertainment. Yeah. However, if we don't have time limits or at least an awareness of time, it can really get out of hand. So 
We've talked about it before on the show, focus breaks. If you need to take a focus break of five minutes out from whatever task you're doing and you say, okay, for five minutes, I'm just going to go down the rabbit hole. And then in five minutes, I'm done. Well, and you set that time. You used to do something I think is really good advice. It was 10 scrolls. Yeah. You one, yeah. you look at two, you look at three. Yeah. And then after five or 10 scrolls, you're like, I'm closing it. That's it. I'm done. I still do that. Now, I do know, though, if you just leave it on how many scrolls, but you don't set a time for yourself that you can get stuck in like one set of comment or one video yeah. or one posted uh, link. So that doesn't always work. And this is something we're talking about for all social media. This is not just for Facebook or right. just for Instagram or just for Twitter. This is like, or just for TikTok. Mm. Um, literally set yourself some parameters and stick to those things. Yep, absolutely. Um, then you can also keep track of the time that you spend doing it. Because uh, you think about it, uh, you're like, okay, I'm going to set my time limit for five minutes. And you look and you went 10, you're just like, okay, I, I need to have an awareness here. Mm -hmm. um, and and that'll, that'll help us to, to kind of rein that in. Well, and Kara said, you know, there's, there is a caveat to it. If you pick up your phone and Terry and Melissa are alive, all rules have to be broken so that you can pay attention <laughs> for the remainder you, of Kara. the show. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, no, that's good. That is good. All right. You could get stuck in an argument on that. So, all right, so number four, um, another tip for avoiding distractions. Okay, and this one involves other people. Other people can be distractions, I know, and they have good intentions. Uh, so first you have to think about it is, it, is it a person who we might call a frequent disruptor? Maybe you have a, a, a work site, maybe you're in an office or wherever it is, maybe you work at home, and maybe you're a frequent disruptor as your dogs, you know, or something like that. Uh, then you have to address the issue, right? If it's frequent like that. Are you talking um, to me? Because they might not even know that, you that they're doing it. talking to me? My other, my frequent disruptor is my dog. <laughs> so if it is, you got to have a talk with them and say, listen here, pooch. Uh, but you know, uh, <laughs> if it's a person, they might not even know they're doing it. You know, they just love being in your presence and they just want to talk to you and they're excited when they get to be around you. I mean, who knows? Just talk to them gently about it and, and uh, that should take care of most of the time. The fifth thing for avoiding distractions, uh, to keep track and be aware of being distracted. I know that sounds weird, but uh, it's, it's when we recognize when the distractions occur, maybe the distractions start to occur when you've been working on something for an extended period of time. Maybe you've been sitting at the computer for far too long. Maybe you've been there an hour and all of a sudden you recognize, you know what, when I've been here an hour, I, I seem to get distracted. I just can't get past that mark. Maybe at 45 minutes, you need to take a focus break, take five minutes out and go walk around the house or the yard or go do something, you know, start a load of laundry or whatever it is that you're doing if you're working from home or wherever you're at. Just a change of scenery before the distraction starts to come in because the distraction is usually saying, hey, you need a break, mm. right? Yeah. A lot of times those things happen, yeah. you know, but we have to resist that urge to check that email and those texts when it's not time. Mm -hmm. uh, resist the urge to procrastinate mm. saying, you know what? I just don't feel like doing it right now. And there's a, there's always room for that. You're stepping on my toes. Hey, here. it's it's all I'm preaching to me choir right here. <laughs> so do the important things now because nobody ever really won by procrastinating unless it was a procrastinating contest. Okay, so we're not doing that. Uh, uh, the fourth thing in this list here of keeping track and being aware is to be mindful. Yeah. Say to yourself, 
this is not what I need to be doing right now. Right. Is this really going to help me accomplish getting that paper turned in? Or is this really going to help me accomplish that task that I need to get done or that phone call that I need to return that I really don't want to make? Just refocus on the task at hand, right? Yeah. And then if you're distracted by seeing something that um, happens during your work time, and you think, well, that's important. I don't want to forget that later. Just write it down. Write a note. Write it on a post-it. Write it, write it in your journal or wherever that it's easy for you to see it. And write a note so that when you think of something, it needs to be done later. You'll have a record of it and you can go back to it at that time. Great advice. Hopefully some of these tips might help you for avoiding distractions. And um, that's that's good. That's really good. Hey, Michael. Michael West from evansville indiana area we bless you good to see you buddy it is good to see you so megan um if you're still connected sounds like you're having some connectivity issues thank you so much and um i'm so blessed and honored that the lord has been speaking to you and i'm just gonna pray right now um thank you for your honesty about your relationship struggles with the lord and um, that kind of honesty and openness gives the Lord great room to work. And so, Lord, I'm just praying right now that you would just encounter Megan so near. Father, I pray that you would be so clear with her, that you would just lavish her with your love, that you would give her wisdom, God, that you would give her revelation, Jesus, that you would just show her the depth of who you are. And Lord, bring restoration, bring restoration. Jesus, your whole purpose was to come and restore that which was lost. And so Lord, we're praying that you just be you in Megan's life. We pray in Jesus name, amen. Amen, amen. I like how the Lord works and gets a message to somebody right at the moment when they need it. Mm, Amen. His timing is perfect. Amen, you might need to check that to make sure it's not just the Playing. Oh, no, it's not. It's just about, about 70 or 80 different messages yeah. all loaded okay. in there. Oh, all yeah. right, just checking. I'm just saying that if she, every time she tunes into Becoming Love Radio, and hears, well, if she hears you every time she tunes into Becoming Love Radio on the app, then I'm sure that God has a, pro, a plan for that being used in that way. And she's saying that as well. So. Oh, well, bless yeah. you. Thank you. That's awesome. And thank you, Megan. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think you got a little word tonight? I see you got your Bible open there. I Maybe do. Maybe a little I word do. for It's our, a little one, too. You know, the Lord has captured my attention a couple different times this week with just one verse. You know, the Lord's word is so powerful that we don't even need a lot of words to really impact our life. And um, he's done that a couple times this week with some verses in the Psalms. I've been reading in Psalms. I read a little bit in the Old Testament and a little bit in the New Testament every day. And I just sort of soak and let the Lord tell me um, what he needs for me to hear and what I need to know um, by his heart, by his agenda um, and wherever he has me at in, in this journey. And I was in Psalm 94 today. And there was two verses in Psalm 94 that really spoke to me. And um, the first one is this, verse 14 in Psalm 94. For the Lord will not abandon his people, nor will he forsake his inheritance. And that's just kind of one of those reminders that the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, There's a lot of times, let's just be really honest, and vulnerable for a minute there's a lot of times that we feel abandoned in this life 
and honestly in today's culture rightly so because there seems to be an epidemic of leaving when it gets hard we leave right when it gets difficult we check out there's a whole message on that that I share and I preach and and probably need to do so more often than I do but I just want to let you know that there's a constant in your life that will never leave you nor forsake you that will never abandon you for you're his people he won't forsake you and he loves you so much and that's Jesus Christ And then if we move further on through the chapter, Psalm 94, um, we get to this place and it says this, verse 19, when my anxious thoughts multiply within me, thy consolation delight my soul. What does that mean? It means when I'm full of anxious thoughts and worry and concern, and I'm starting to go down a path that isn't healthy for uh, uh, my mind of agreeing with anxiousness, I can rest and take comfort in the Lord's consolations. In fact, it says it delights my soul. The word consolations here in this um, New American Standard Bible is actually a Hebrew word that means um, comfort, peace. I can take comfort and peace in the Lord's comfort, right? It it brings delight to my soul. When we're in the midst of worry, when we're in the midst of depression, when we're in the midst of just having anxious thoughts, sometimes it's just nothing but straight fear, right? The Lord has um, not only a turnaround to, to stop us from being in fear or anxiousness or depression or worry, but he can bring delight to our soul And so there's a lot of wrong coping mechanisms that we go to when we find ourselves in a a spiral of anxious thoughts. So let's just put ourselves in a place, right? We're being open, we're being transparent, we're being vulnerable tonight. Something comes against us, right? Something that would cause us tremendous stress or worry or fear, right? And the first thing we want to do is react in some way. What is this thing we want to react to? A lot of us have, I call them inappropriate coping mechanisms, and we grab this thing and we partake of that to alleviate that stress, that fear, that those anxious thoughts. Something as benign as picking up the phone and having a conversation with someone or bringing it to a friend or bringing it to your spouse or bringing it to whoever before actually pressing into the Lord. But if we would do what the word says here and when my anxious thoughts are multiplying, even yet while they're still coming at me, if I turn to the Lord's consolation, if I turn to the comfort of the Lord, of his word, of prayer, of his voice, of worship, come on, then delight comes to my soul. Nothing turns around a situation as fast as turning to the Lord instead of an inappropriate coping mechanism. Don't grab the bottle. Don't grab a peel. Don't grab whatever, insert, fill in the blank, food. Don't grab the phone and gossip. Come on, you guys, take it to the Lord. Open his word. Let his word wash over you. 
and wash you with the spirit of the living God and change your anxious thoughts into delight. Because there's nothing else that can do that like the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of his word and his spirit. So can we pray into this? Lord, as our minds are right now just kind of settling down for the evening, Lord, as we're looking toward rest, as we're looking toward sleep, as we end this day and we look forward to beginning another one, Lord, we do not want to be consumed with anxious thoughts. Lord, some of us are struggling with our sleep. Some of us, Lord, are struggling with stress and fear and anxiety. And Lord, we don't want to start turning to other things. Or if we have been turning to other things, we just want to stop right now. And we want to delight in your comfort. We want to take delight in your word. God, we want to receive the peace that comes when we press into you. Because nothing turns around our fear and our anxious thoughts as quickly as you. And so, Lord, we want to be people that rush to you when anything comes against us. So, Lord, I pray that you would put that reminder in our heart and desire in our mind. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's your word for the evening. That's good. That's good. You know, a lot of times that consolation, uh, consoling, I don't mean consolation like a consolation prize, but that consoling uh, spirit that uh, the Holy Spirit comforter brings to us during those times, that's so important. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't find it in anything else, even though we try. Mm -hmm. Even though we try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anne says that she um, sits down with her dogs and takes a moment. And I promise you this, I have two little chihuahuas and I call them my cheap therapy. Okay. I love them very much and they love me very much, but they don't turn my anxiousness to delight, right? They may, they may bring me a little bit of comfort, but it isn't going to be like the delight of the Lord. So uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm grateful for my dogs, but I'm, I'm even grateful more for the word and the spirit of the living God. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. For sure. Yep. What else we got? Uh, I don't know. You tell me, mister. I just was looking uh, oh. third from the top. Yeah. You know? Okay. So Megan admits that she's an introvert. So she withdraws and shuts off her thoughts. She zones out into TV or scrolling on the internet. And she's confessing, I so badly want to love the Lord and desire to spend time with him. It's, it is easy to do those yeah. things, you know, mindless uh, activity. Yep. And just kind of to disconnect. Um, but if we connect with the word of God, I think what we'll find is that we're, we're not going to just um, tolerate life life and make it through the difficult times by the skin of our teeth, but we're going to thrive because we're going to be taking delight in the Lord. But I have to admit that that's not always my first go-to either, Megan. I mean, I think this is something we all have to work toward. This is becoming more like Christ. Yeah. And it's a process. Yeah. Yep. Dustin's on. Dustin from Hiawatha, Kansas, our buddy, our pal, our friend. He was reading Song of Solomon earlier. What a beautiful love story. It is beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Kara mentioned earlier during your word, uh, wanting to know if we still had our travel trailer for sale. Yep. Did she want to buy it? Her brother's looking for one with more room than the one that he has. And uh, so I just threw the uh, the little uh, address out there. If you happen to know somebody that uh, is interested, go to terryandmelissawright.com. There's pictures and details and floor plans and all the good stuff there. We just dropped the price too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good deal. So I have no shame in my game and I will use my platform for Jesus. 
and to sell my travel trailer. <laughs> so if you want to buy it. That's right. Check it out. Yeah, just go to our website, terryandmelissawright.com. The, the video, Terry did a wonderful job on that website, too. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. You're uh, so talented. It's, it's, well, I enjoy doing those kind of things. And so, you know, when you enjoy it, you just run with it. Yeah. Right? Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Good Morning Show at Night. That's right. It's Thursday Night Live with Terry and Melissa Wright, and we're so glad you've joined us. We don't know you're here, though, unless you type in your tap box. Let us know where you're tuning in from. I'm getting my second wind. Are you? (laughs) I have to get my mouth and my teeth and my tongues moving a little bit better. I am not... I, you guys know this. I'm not an evening person. I'm not a night owl. I'm a morning girl. I'm at my best in the morning. I'm fired up in the morning. I get up and out of bed without, typically without an alarm pretty early. And I just really enjoy that. My mom used to say, don't sleep your life away. Well, I'm not. But boy, when it gets to the evening time, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Hey, Anne's got a really good comment. She says she also needs to reframe her thinking to God tuning in to him and to know there are better things ahead. Amen. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That is, and you know, the Lord tells us, that's scriptural, what you just said. The Lord tells us to think on what is good, what is lovely, what is right, what is pure. To th- Our thinking is really, listen, this is the battlefield, right? And if we can get mm-hmm. our uh, mind to the mind of Christ, the Lord says we can have the mind of Christ. If we take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and we do that reframe, rethinking, retraining ourselves to think on what is lovely, what is good. And who is that? It's God. Yeah. Dustin says he's usually in bed by 8.30 or 9 o'clock and up by 4.30 or 5. An early bird. Yeah, he is. That's a little bit more early than I. I do Mm -hmm. like to be in bed by 9 or 9.30 and I'm up about 6 or 6.15 typically. Um, I did share with you that I haven't been sleeping well. And um, it's been difficult because what happens is after a couple nights of not sleeping well, it kind of catches up to you to where you're a little bit behind. And so I'll tell you what, last night I finally had a really good night of sleep. And when that alarm went off, I did not wake up before the alarm. It was so obtrusive. And I was like, no, I was, I was finally sleeping well. (laughs) And so I thought, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a little, like I have to do something really, really early a couple mornings a week. And this is one of my mornings that I have to work early. So I got up and I did what I needed to do. And I snatched my dog out of her bed and I went back to bed and I'm like, I'm going to sleep in. And then the phone started ringing because it was people who couldn't get connected to their Zoom and all the things. And I'm like, nope, it isn't Mm going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're glad you've joined us for episode 83. We are in a string of uh, the uh, the 80s right now, the numbers of the show. Uh, So we're just kind of trying to pull some little theme things in here and there that may or may not have anything to do with that particular year. A lot of us can relate to the 80s um, because we were alive during that time and uh, or we're just ready. We're just hearing about it. Maybe maybe you're young enough that you're just hearing about it. But uh, either way, your parents went through it. You know, right now I live through. Yeah, yeah. as a child of the 80s. So as a child of the 80s, you might remember some of these things. And those of you who are watching and listening, you might remember as well in 1983. What do you think the biggest album? Can you re- can you kind of put it into a time and a place? The 80s and mid 80s, 1983. I have to confess that I inadvertently read your cheat sheet. So <laughs> I know the answer. And so I don't want to guess. Because well, 
Well, let's just say that every, just about every track on this album was uh, a charting uh, record, uh, charting song on Billboard, almost all of them. Uh, I don't think it was a total, but it was probably one of the biggest albums to have that um, that much uh, weight. <laughs> Newsflash. John Jersey had hair John then. John Jersey 80s. had hair in the 80s. You and me too, buddy. Uh, me and you and both. Dustin's guessing it's Grease. Grease? Hey, that's a great guess. I think Grease was just a couple of years before this. Um, I think it was like 1980, actually. So it would have been still popular at that time. But in 1983... The, the album had just been released in like the fall of 82, so it started really picking up momentum. Thriller from Michael Jackson. Now, who doesn't remember Thriller, right? Such a right? big, big I album. Mean, the, the, the song Thriller was still taking the world by storm. People were trying to do the dance, you know, how oh, the, yeah. all the stuff, all the oh, choreography. Yeah. Uh, and Michael Jackson went on to make that 14-minute music video <gasps> for, uh, for that. Heather guessed Mike. it. Yeah, yeah. She That's would, right. Michael Jackson Thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a 14-minute music video revolving around his work, and the, the, it was released in 83, and it was a huge success right away. Yep. I mean, it was one of those kind of things that you're just going to remember for the rest of your life, yep. probably. Yeah. And, you know, if you saw Thriller, you know all uh, all the moves and all the different things, but uh, you, if you were at the skating rink, people were doing it. They were doing it in school. Uh, the Michael Jackson, the red jacket with all the zippers all over well, it. Everybody wanted that kind of stuff. Well, it's been redone. You know? The Thriller dance has been redone through the years so many times that if you didn't see it originally because you were only eight or whatever, oh, yeah. you've seen it throughout the years. So yeah. That's, yeah. that was a big deal. Megan says she wasn't born until 1986, but she loved Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, right. See, it's, I knew there was somebody who it's the truth. was probably right around there. Yeah. And Dustin's talking about uh, Vincent Price, yeah. who did the narration part in that the thriller. So uh, uh, it was really good. Another big song from 1983 was by The Police. Mm-hmm. Every Breath You Take. You yep. couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song Sting yeah, yeah Sting and the guys you Sting know? is one of your favorite artists of all time for sure for sure I would say probably probably one of the top for uh, for, for all time for me um, everywhere you went you'd hear every breath you take and um, you think about this this song was also it was written by Sting and um, it topped the Billboard Hot 100 singles for eight weeks straight mm. okay for eight weeks that's two months yeah at number one and so it's really crazy how certain songs just really make their mark in a certain uh, set of time. Uh, but a lot of awards. It was also recognized in 2019 it being the most played song in the history of radio. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. And, 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 uh, and we were and to shift gears just a little bit, we were just talking about Michael Jackson. There was also in 1983 a controversial duet. Really? With Michael Jackson. Really? Can you think of who it was that he was with? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. M- Paul McCartney. Right. Right. I don't know why that was controversial, though. Well, it was it was controversial uh, because of some of the things that were going on in Michael's life. There were uh, some lawsuits and things that were getting ready to oh. happen, and so there was. Uh, but but also, uh, I think just because of um, the uh, Paul McCartney had a few hits here and there. Um, but the girl is mine mm-hmm. is the one we're talking about. That's a uh, that's another good video. It's a fun video. Yeah, of yeah. them together. Yeah, and it was the it was the it was the first single off the Thriller album. Uh, but uh, they said that uh, Michael Jackson never report never performed that song live. Oh really? Yeah, I guess not. 
1983 also was the debut of Mario Brothers. Mm. Now, not Super Mario. Super Mario Brothers came after that in 1985. But in 1983, um, every child in the 80s was passionate about playing Mario on their Nintendo. If you had a Nintendo, raise your hand. All right. Uh, The uh, uh, was it Mario and Duck Duck Hunt? Hunt. Yeah, that was the other game that was on it. Yep. Yep, but, yep, uh, yep. you know, since there's been lots of different versions of Nintendo, they've put out all their Nintendo 64. They've always had re-releases. Mario has become such a staple. He is the face for Nintendo. Uh, and so a lot of people don't know this, though, that the initial release of the game, it wasn't very successful. I oh, mean, really? It, yeah, it, it was uh, because the video game industry had had really suffered a, a, a downtime. They were kind of a crash, if you will, because uh, we're, transver- we're transferring over from going to the arcade and playing video games to uh, actually being uh, on on the at home on and being able to do that. Yeah. Home, yeah. yeah. So there was we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, about the arcades that were out there and um, you know you were playing those games in the arcades but you now were able to do it at home and now you can play it on your phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? So That's cool. How about fashion trends? Okay. 1983 Madonna made <laughs> tons her and tons influence. of Come on girls, you remember bangle bracelets. We all had those little thin metal and plastic bracelets that we did. <laughs> yeah. Some of them were rubber and we just piled them onto our wrists and we had like, you know, huge huge they were those r- rubber black, like O-rings. Oh, they were wrist size. Bangles and bracelets yeah. were a big deal. All that stuff. Right? Think about, and the headbands. Yeah. The hair, hair, headband oh, things. Ben, you remember Ben's those? Ben's talking about his leg warmers. Uh, ben uh, had some leg warmers. That's right. All oh, right. Kara. Yeah. A girl after my own heart. My sister Candace and I, okay, had jelly shoes. Yeah. And when we went in, this was in the 80s, I was in um, fourth grade and we went for a two-week trip to Florida and we were at Fort Lauderdale at the ocean like every day and I lost one of my jelly <laughs> shoes. Now this is a good story. So as I was like devastated and I waited and waited and waited forever because I lost my jelly shoe and I'm like what am I going to do now with the remaining jelly right? Oh right. So I'm like well I might as well take it off and throw it and so I took it off and I threw it into the ocean and that sucker just kept washing back up and I throw it again and just kept washing <laughs> back up and then I thought um oh, is man. this the right shoe? Or is this the first one I lost? I could never tell. <laughs> but I never did find the jellies at the same wow, time. So that wow. was the end of my jelly shoe days. Yeah. Look at I you know. guys. Colored jeans. Yeah. Parachute tuck, pants. Tuck John the jersey. pants. I could see John in some parachute pants. Tuck and fold your cuffs. Yep. Right? Um, the side clip that. on your shirt. Your flare jeans. Yep. And um, parachute pants. Bandanas. Buffont, come on with the big hair puffs. Yeah, yep. Um, you got acid wash jeans. Hey, Pastor Dave Dorn, what did you have in the eighties that would be like? This is like the trend, man. You, uh, you Dave, share that. Dave, Dave Dorn. is my age. Yeah, he's just a year younger than I, so he was a child of the eighties also. And I bet Dave had some really cool fashion in the eighties. Dave, what did Maybe, you wear? And like a hairstyle that was a specific, uh, you know, look. You had a mullet. Uh, <laughs> I did. Okay, yeah. You talking look, about Dave? Di- no, you did. Yes, Dustin I, I did. Dustin had a mullet. Yeah. Members yep, only jacket. Uh-huh. Um, tight roll pants. Heather Hill said friendship bracelets and friendship pins. What were you? You had safety pins with the friendship beads on it and then friendship bracelets. Fanny packs. Yes. They've made a comeback to yeah, some they degree. Have. Not that you'd really want to go out and wear one all the time, but yeah. to those of you who are wearing oh, them, hey, my goodness. don't want to offend Dave- anybody. Heather says Coca-Cola shirts and Dave says he looked like Screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> 
can see that. Oh, what a great visual. Uh, I can I see love that. that. Rat hey, tail. With a rat tail. I bet, I bet Dave had a rat tail. I bet okay, you. MK says banana clips. I loved my banana clips. Oh, that, I totally, you your hair yes. to make the little ponytail yes. thing or your hair stick it was, up? It was awesome. I loved those. And girls with thick hair appreciated those too. Well, there's one thing that nobody else has mentioned on this list so far that what? we're talking about the influence that Madonna had. Yeah. How about the lace gloves? I never With the fingers wore cut those. out, right? I know. Yeah, I never no. wore those. The mesh no. shorts? No? No. No, none of that? Crop no. tops? My mother wouldn't let me leave yeah. the house like that. Are you kidding? I know. I know. <laughs> well, Panama Jack t-shirts, yep, they yep, were big. That's yep, right. That's the Walkman sure. says, Dave Dorn, that's right. You put your cassette in the Walkman. Hey, when I got a CD Walkman, I thought I was big time. That, but then well, the CD would skip every time. That I'd, wasn't an 83. You know, do whatever. Yeah, I know. But uh, You have something on there I do want to... Like, yeah. You, the next thing we're talking about is the Swatch. Yeah. You guys remember the Swatches? You could switch out the, the band okay. or the face or whatever. So I never had a Swatch watch. But can I tell you what I got for my eighth grade graduation in the 80s? What's that? I, my mom got me a guess watch oh yeah and guess was a big jean brand and it had they had shirts and they had jewelry and i had a guess watch i still have that watch face um it was it was such a special gift to me in my eighth grade graduation that's awesome yeah well the swatch watches they were interesting because you could switch out the uh the bands yeah. and you could switch out the rings that went around them they were lightweight and mm-hmm. they were low priced so just about everybody could do it. they had cornered the market because they made it accessible for everybody oh really anybody could afford one just about look at and- you kids in the 80s look Look at all the yeah. stuff they're coming on with. Swatch stands yep. for second watch, which oh, really? is a nod to the inexpensive and somewhat disposable quality of this item. I'm not sure how this inexpensive item. they really were. Yeah. That might be a Well, farce. that was their whole that was their whole claim to fame. Swatch was second watch. Doug Goforth's on this evening. Good hey, evening, Doug. Doug. Good to see you. And uh, he's <laughs> late to the show, but parachute pants. Yep. Um, and skids, Megan said she never had a swatch. pants. John Jersey says members only jacket. What about the TGE watch that was a video game? Yeah. I had a little Pac-Man one that had the little joystick that you'd stick on it and you could actually make and go no around way. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a I big deal. I didn't have that. Hey, Dave Dorn is talking about jean jackets. Mm-hmm. Okay, Terry, tell your jean jacket story. I had, I would get uh, jean jackets or leather jackets, either one. I would start out with something and then I would put all the accessories on it. And lots of you probably did this in the 80s. Do you remember putting safety pins onto the gen- denim jackets to decorate them you'd buy a box of them and just have them all over and make designs and stuff so i started doing this with leather jackets i would do uh, grommets and i would lace and i would do all kinds of shoelaces not not lace like finger lace we just talked about but all the different things and i would dress up a jacket i'd put patches on it and i'd be out someplace uh, playing in the bar or whatever when i was back in the 80s and 90s in the rock band and people would be like man it's an awesome jacket and they'd have a jacket that was plain and i would trade them I'd say, you want it? I'll give it to you. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, you give me your jacket. And then I'd get a fresh jacket. I'd start all over and I'd start creating. (laughs) And then I'd run into somebody. And then I started doing that with boots. You know, I had my friend uh, Brent uh, who would uh, airbrush. He'd airbrush flames on these boots, you know, combat boots, cowboy boots, whatever. And I'd be out someplace and I'd be like, what size you wear? And they'd say size 11. I'm like, you want to trade? And they're like, no. So it was fun. Is that weird? Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't to me. In the eighties, it was probably not weird, but in the twenty twenty threes, it's weird. Um, let's <laughs> see. Doug so. says, "Don't forget Miami Vice jackets." Yes, correct? that's right. Dustin says, "Vans." By the way, hey. Vans are still very big and very popular in my house, and the only person that wears them is sitting right here. And this guy has how many pairs of Vans do you have, babe? Um, Four. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Four or five pairs so these, of Vans. These are cool because they're corduroy. Right. And show the yellow in yeah. the back. Oh, yeah, the you got red. the yellow. 
Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, but and I've got the checkerboards and all the other stuff. I like to try to get a new pair every year when I can, but it, it, that kind of started five years ago on my birthday when Brett wanted to, he's like, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, it was my 50th birthday. And so um, I said, I need a pair of Vans because my other ones wore out and they were, uh, they were all out of, out of, uh, you couldn't even wear them. They had holes in them. <laughs> so he started the, buying me, buying me Vans. So. They look like bowling shoes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll take you down to the bowling rink and uh, bowling, bowling uh, alley. alley. It was a skating rink, bowling alley in our time uh, where we went. Hmm. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll throw a few pins. Okay. So um, let's talk about charm necklaces. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember those? And bracelets. Yep. How about Ray-Ban sunglasses? I never had Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans were made popular when Tom Cruise came out in Risky Business. Oh, yeah. yeah. And did you know that a few years later, he came out with the movie Top Gun and he wore aviator glasses? Yeah. He is known for setting two trends with eyewear like that. Really? And then, and then the aviators started to take off. They're still popular today. Ray-Bans and uh, aviators. But when I think of Ray-Bans, I also think of Huey Lewis. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think of the little kiosk that sold Ray-Bans at the mall in Topeka. Yeah. And I just avoided it like the plague because they were so expensive. Well, those were places where you, you could see them when you walked by, but it's like, yeah, I'm no, just I window shopping. No, I got cheap shopping. knockoffs, right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just window shopping. Yeah, yeah. Television, okay. uh, 1983, Fraggle Rock. Yeah, we've talked debuted. about that a lot. Yep, that was the uh, the year that it began mm-hmm. in January of 83. And it was one of the first original programs for HBO. I mean, think about this. Now they got, there's all kinds of original stuff, but it was one of the first ones for HBO. And Jim Henson was the creator and producer. You know, of course, the Muppets and Sesame Street and all that stuff. Let me just interrupt here and welcome everybody. I see our numbers are drastically ticking up all of a sudden. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Good Morning Show at night. That's right. We do our Good Morning Show in the evening once a week and this is it it's thursday night live with terry and melissa we're so glad you've joined us and it's not too late to give us a shout out and let us know where you're tuning in from this evening so we can say hey 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 we're talking about all things 80s right now because we're in our 83rd episode that's right we have made 83 episodes plus several shorts some jokes some funny stuff in addition to our episode and we're so glad that you have been along for the ride because this show is absolutely boring without you (laughs) dustin made mention of the topeka mall how about the white lakes mall White Lakes. And I mm-hmm. now we don't live in Topeka. We don't live in Kansas anymore. We live in Louisville, Kentucky. But we heard that White Lakes has been demoed yep. and taken down. Yep. And that was our mall when mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then toward the end of the 80s, they built Westridge Mall. Yeah, on the but West I don't even town. think mm-hmm. it's kind of a thing it's, anymore. It's, it, a lot of malls are struggling. Yeah. They really are. They really are. They're kind of almost becoming a thing of the past because everybody's shopping online and doing all that stuff. So, yeah. you know. Hey, 1983, we're talking about, because this is episode 83, was a very big year for Michael Jackson. We talked about that already with Thriller being in the influence and all the other stuff. How about 1983 on the 25th of March, coming up here in just a few weeks, a television special called Motown 25, Yesterday, Today, and Forever, aired for the first time. And it was intended to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Motown. And the label uh, under the Universal Music Group was the one who put it on. But a lot of people don't remember it for that original intent. What they remember this show for is during this television special, Michael Jackson was performing Billie Jean. Yep. And he started doing the moonwalk in public for the first yep. time. Yep. And yep, everybody yep, yep. went nuts. Yep. 1983, yep. March 25th. It looked like he was mm. walking forward, but he was sliding backwards. And it was quite an anomaly. That's it's right. Still, it's, you can go on YouTube and actually watch that. You can watch that, that episode or that, yeah. that clip. Is this 
was where the moonwalk became associated with Michael Jackson and became a part of his legacy and history. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. 1983 was a good year for a lot of that. I was a junior, a sophomore going into a junior year of high school. And so um, there was, it was just, a, it was a good time. A lot of, lot of good music, a lot of good movies. Um, and we'll talk about some more of the movies and uh, things. Anne's mentioned a couple. Uh, yeah. Back to the Future and E.T. And, so you know, there's lo- let lots me, more. Let me interrupt from our 80s conversation because we are quickly running out of time here this evening. And I don't want to neglect, uh, uh, we have not done one for a very long time. Let's do a joke of the day. You want to do a joke of the yeah, day? Yeah, I would really love t- for you guys to share a joke. So here's the All parameters. Right. Before we do that. We're going to go just a little bit late tonight just to do a joke. So here's what I need. I need you to type out a joke. Do not type the answer. Do not type the punchline. Don't share it because everybody's going to guess. So we will entertain your joke and then we'll kind of pick one out of, of, or maybe we'll just go with the first one that, that is thrown out there. Go ahead and type out a joke. We want you to come up with the joke, but don't say the punchline. Don't type in the answer, and everybody's going to take a guess at what the punchline is, okay? Yeah. And nobody Google it, because that's not fun if you do that. Speaking of, where's Janice I don't at know tonight? where Janice is. She might be praying. Oh, Because okay. she does crossroads well, she gets a, prayer room she'll get, she'll get a freebie for By that. By the way, I saw Destiny in here earlier. I yes. love you, Destiny, if you're still on. Hey, Destiny, did you notice, if you haven't seen our Bones uh, coffee thing, your, your joke of the day was actually featured on the end of that uh, little clip there. So go check out our... Yeah, uh, it is. Our, um, our, yep. was it? Yeah, that's where it yeah, was. Yeah, we make a big deal of Those the joke. So if you guys use your... If we use your joke, we're going to make a big, like, what do you call them? Uh, a cartoon about it. And we're going to... We'll gonna do, do a short. We'll, we'll use it for a probably for a short. Yeah. yeah so we make a big deal world. out of the joke. So nobody has a joke. I am shocked. That nobody has a joke. Usually your guys are like, don't forget a joke of the day. Don't forget a joke of the day. They're waiting for the finger dance. And here I am. Oh, no. It's not finger dance worthy yet, is it? <laughs> Could be. Come on, do it. This is what happens By when you way, don't post your joke. Ben said something about major finger dancing when something occurred. I can't remember what it was now, but that just made me laugh. <laughs> Okay, no joke of the day. Okay, that's cool. That's that's no problem. Now save it, right? Now save your joke of the day for... Oh, Oh, wait. wait. Here it is. Uh, uh, What? Okay. I'm not sure I understand it. Hang on. (laughs) Okay, here it is. All right. And Michelle Mickey... Two men were walking along, and one said, I have a pet termite named Clint. And the other man said, why is his name Clint? Hmm. Okay. So, Anne says, here's a joke. Two men were walking along, and one man said, I have a pet termite named Clint. And the other man said, why is his name Clint? Why is his name Clint? Anybody have a guess? Oh, no. <laughs> there it is. The answer right there from are you Megan. Sure? Are you sure that's, that's it's it? Gotta it's got to be it. It's got to be, but we got to have confirmation from Anne. <laughs> because Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> if that's not the actual answer, that's that hysterical. should be. hysterical. Oh, it's, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, the answer, yeah that's, answer, it. that's it. And that's hilarious. You that's get two. very, very funny. Yeah. Yay. 
That's right. That's right. Ben says I can do the finger dance big time at a thousand subscribers. And we're almost there. We're at 913. <laughs> so go subscribe to the YouTube channel so I can bust out my finger break dancing. That's right. Is that even a thing? <laughs> and that was a great joke. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Thursday Night Live. You have no idea how much we love and appreciate you. Yeah, this has been a blast. We'll have to do this again. In fact, we'll do this again Saturday morning at our new time. 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Yep. 9.30 Central. Yep. On Saturday morning. And Monday. And Monday morning. And then the we'll same. be back here next Thursday night again for another Thursday That's night. That's right. Live. Be sure and tell everybody who doesn't have time during the day to join us that they could join us on Thursday nights, Thursday night live, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We sure have enjoyed hanging out with you guys. Hey, we love you guys so much. And Jesus loves you so, so much. So thanks for tuning in. We care about you. Whatever you're going through, you're not going through it alone. Reach out to us. Let us know how we can pray with you. That's right. And until then, have a great day tomorrow, uh, and we will see you again on Saturday morning. Bless you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.